Welcome back to another episode of Woke Whiskey. I am half of your host, Brian. I'm Kate. And yeah, welcome back. Um, It is a scorcher today. Um, We are not drinking whiskey. Um, We are drinking something with rum in it. Uh, Homemade concoction. Um, Six cups of ice, four ounces of strawberries, three-fourths cup of rum, and a couple of other things. Uh, That spells daiquiri. Um, And yeah, we're just drinking frozen... Super refreshing. Daiquiris. They were frozen, but now they're a little liquidy. It's hot. It's really hot. It's hot. Mm. Yeah, those are good. Delicioso. All right, so today's question is, uh, should teachers express their political opinions? I assume uh, the question is, like, while they're teaching in class, uh, should Mm. teachers express their political opinions? And, Kate, you want to go first? Yes, I would love to go. Uh, Well, can I start by giving a little, little bit of context of where I think maybe this question comes from? Uh, sure. Okay, because I, I think a lot of teachers have been thinking about this lately, uh, in part because of Trump's 4th of July speech in which he talked about far-left fascism and about indoctrinating our, our youth and, uh, you know, issued a critique of, of the, the bias in education, I think were some of the other phrases that he used, and, uh... So I think it's it's definitely an interesting question and we can as you said I think we can focus it just on like during actual teaching not like social media or like in your mm-hmm. personal time because of course teachers are human and I think entitled to a life outside of work but insofar as like we're talking about in the classroom or with students um or at, as part of your job uh, I, I think yes, qualified. Um, so obviously like teaching history, there, there isn't really like one objective way to teach history. Even if you teach with a textbook, um, you're teaching different perspectives and different parts of the story. And obviously you can't teach about every single thing so it is going to include some bias or subjectivity I think whatever topic you teach or whatever content area like part of our job as teachers is like teaching students to think critically so even more so than just like information which I think kind of used to be sort of the thinking with education was it was just like you're just like imparting knowledge into kids brains I think more so especially with like Google and the internet and all of these things like one of the most important skills for kids to learn in school is like how to think critically and to think for themselves and to question things and kind of like learn what is credible or not credible um and that 
is really like one of the main purposes of school today, I would argue. Um, so in that sense, I think it's important for teachers to be able to like have discussions about political things and not be like, oh, well, we can't talk about that because it's that's political, you know, because I think part of it is having the space to discuss what's going on and to like relate what you're learning to the real world and those kinds of things. Um, as far as the teacher expressing their own opinion, I think if that, if it looks like the teacher just spouting off, like, well, here's what's right. And here's, here's the truth. And, oh, you think that, like, that's so wrong. Like I, I can think of teachers I've had who it, it felt like we were kind of just being lectured on whatever their personal like whims might be. I don't think that's the way to do it. Cause that goes against the whole idea of like, like you should be there to facilitate the thinking happening and to like ask questions and kind of push back on things and and get kids to think more broadly or more critically so I, I don't think it should look like that I think if it comes as, as like you're facilitating the discussion or you're like questioning things or I mean helping students to see that there's not just one way to look at history or to look at current events or whatever the topics are then I, the, people might cr criticize that as like, well, you're putting your opinion into it, but I think you kind of have to. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot. Uh, so you're saying, yes, you, um, uh, uh, teachers, you believe teachers should, should uh, share their political opinions when teaching. I think, like, it should be relevant to what you're doing. I don't think you should just come in and be like oh can you believe this and that like it should be relevant but whatever you're teaching should there should be clear ties to like the real world there should be clear relevance already. so if it's like spanish class or art class there's just there's like no there's no reason oh there's a thousand reasons yeah in spanish class you should be talking about like immigration and you know other issues that affect the spanish-speaking world and part of like yeah, it, it it is political. Like you can't art? teach language without the culture, and there are a lot of things that impact culture. Art. I mean, but you say you didn't use the word politics at all just now. In in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said like, immigration, but that you you could talk about immigration. Immigration was a thing before. But know, there, but left, there are right, sides and, to it, and it's like shaped by political decisions so it's kind of hard to discuss immigration without so what you, getting like, into what do the you talk about like in spanish class what about immigration do you discuss i mean uh, one thing we often do even with like lower levels is like watch this movie about a little boy whose family is an immigrant from mexico and it's very like sympathetic to the little boy and it shows him getting separated from his mom and stuff like that and so it brings about questions where you know you have to kind of think about like, oh, there are people on the other side of this, and. But where, where? I guess I'm waiting for the, the left-right game, of this. Like, when does that come up? Well, I mean, if you're having discussions about it, there might be some students who are like, I don't, you know, I don't think we should be letting people into our country. They're taking our jobs and things like that. You know, it 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 can get political. Okay, but there's no outright, like, 
I feel like this question is just kind of like more into what Trump was saying, like indoctrination of like from the left. Like, so you're you mean like political discourse, not mentioning like political parties and affiliation and where no one's going to kind of see. Well, I guess I guess you could see where a student stands, like which politicians they'd back based on their opinion of immigrants i i think i see what you're saying like it's hard because yeah you you don't want to come off as like favoring one side over the other but so when you say side i also kind of feel like you have to though when you say side what sides are you talking about like a family that wants to immigrate are you talking about sides of like red blue yeah like you can you would start with like here's the topic but it's hard not to get into like what the different parties believe because it's a very political issue. Okay, know? so I guess I I mean I feel like you could talk about without mentioning which each of the I think a student is more likely to bring up Trump and you know name drop before well, a teacher could. The, yeah, I don't think you should have to like tiptoe around that or pretend that that doesn't exist. If you're having a discussion about de- about immigration, then it like politics is part of that. I think it's very inauthentic to be like, oh whoa whoa whoa, like let's not let's not mention Trump or let's not talk about Democrats and Republicans. Like that that's the real world. That's how it is. And so I yeah. think that has to come into it. And and with the the state of politics today, I think there are like there's like a definite morality to a lot of these issues. And so it's hard to have the discussion. It's like, okay, so you start with the issue and then politics is going to come into it because it's related. And then once you're having that discussion, there is like, to me at least, there is a clear like moral right and wrong. We're talking about people's lives and health and safety. And so I don't think as a teacher, you can truly be impartial and be like, oh, well, everybody's opinion is worthwhile and valued and everybody can talk because, I don't know, you run the risk of people saying things that are, like, truly hurtful um, or just, like, disregarding of life. And I think as a teacher, you you need to step in and keep that from happening and make sure that we can have the discussion, but we need to know that, like, there are people's lives and livelihoods at stake here and so it needs to be looked at in that lens if that makes sense okay yeah i mean okay so um (laughs) i think i'm saying that the teachers should yeah should like have to express political opinions yeah but you you're saying allow for discussion there should be no indoctrination where you're the teacher's just like talking 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 there's no room for discussion yeah i don't i think that whole speech by trump was like very okay yeah i just find it hilarious that um it's liberal indoctrination i feel like anything that is related to uh (laughs) it's funny that i i do think that liberals tend to be more intelligent than conservatives. I'm just saying, um, I'm not a liberal, uh, but I. it's not a coincidence that Trump looks at schooling and thinks it's a liberal um, 
a liberal machi- indoctrination <laughs> machine. Like it's not a it's not a coincidence. And I so I usually don't put conservatives and Trump supporters in the same like they're like I think all Trump supporters are conservatives, but not all conservatives are Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I'm just not gonna keep saying his name. So we're just gonna I'm just gonna say conservatives and and red. But I just think by the very nature of liberalism that that they're just the idea of being progressive is just it's it's about adapting augmenting growth and conservatism literally is just kind of like this just reminds me of like stagnant water that mosquitoes like to flutter around that's what i think of and i don't know how teachers are supposed to just teach but at the same time people want their kids to learn manners and stuff like that from from school like you can't do that and and not go outside of just speaking about facts from a book and if our if if books in texas are going to be uh right leaning i don't see what the problem with teachers being left or right leaning is I don't see what the problem with that is. Um, there, the the very <sighs> education in America is political, like it is, yes. like from top yes. to bottom, it's political. Uh, you know, every everything in America is political. Wearing a mask is political. Uh, it's just, like nothing is just what it is. So if if the very concept of, of the occupation and the, the, the construct is political. I think the players within it need, should be political. Like, if hospitals are going to be political, I don't see why doctors and nurses can't uh, be political. With the Cops are political. Uh, you know, it, 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 like, I don't see how the, the game can be political, but the pieces of the game on the board are, are, are not expected to be political. I don't think a teacher should teach class and just use it as a rally where they're just talking 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 and there's no room for discourse if i had if i had a kid i've always said that when it came to religion i would introduce them to a myriad of religions and they choose what what they prefer if um if i wanted my kid to be really good at volleyball first i'm going to introduce them to all sports they can choose whatever sport they want and if they end up being an atheist hockey savant then so be it or into Wiccanism, <laughs> we talk, but I, I, you know, and for me to teach in a like a majority, um, like an inner city majority black school, and kids are talking to me about their driver's license and about to, I feel like I would be remiss not to mention to my black students to be more than careful out there on the road. I, and just t- talk to them about you know voting. If if these kids are gonna be able to vote senior year, they should know who they're voting for. And you know I like I don't really talk about politics in my class at all ever. But if a kid brings it up, we'll sit down and we'll talk. Um, the whole class will talk. I mean, my whole uh, most students are very anti-Trump in my building. Um, do we have pro-Trump people in my building? Yes, we do. And those teachers just tend to not really care about the students of my school. Those teachers tell my students, like, 
oh, you're, you're, you probably don't even have a dad. That, that, that's kind of, yeah, we, English teacher, no longer with us. RIP. But yeah, that's, that, I don't really, I don't, don't think, um, you can tiptoe and not discuss politics while you're, you're, you're teaching if it comes up. I mean, I don't think you should go ahead and aim for that, but I mean, if it comes up, it comes up. I wouldn't avoid it. Yeah. No, kind of going back to what you were saying about like, um, I don't know, I was thinking a lot about the purpose of education and how it's changed through the years. And I think um, like the only way you're going to criticize the current state of education and like the, the way that things are shifting, like nowadays in education, it's not about the teacher just imparting knowledge, right? That's very like old school. We understand that that's not the best way for people to learn. And really that the purpose of school, as you said, so much of what we teach is subjective or can vary. So really the best thing that a school can do is prepare a child to be a citizen living in the world, right? To like be able to think for themselves and evaluate things for themselves. Like they have Google, honestly, like for information and facts, the best thing they can do is be able to like evaluate sources, decide what's credible, all of that. Um, So I think it's very weird to have people kind of just pushing for what I see as like old traditional means of education where where it's just it's about like taking things at face value you know the teacher and the textbook are the ultimate source of all information and to question that is to question authority and that's wrong and that's really like to me like a very backwards way of of looking at education and it feels to me like that like, the only way you're going to criticize the way education is now and say it's, like, indoctrination or something is if you're afraid of people really evaluating and examining our current systems and being like, oh, why are we doing it this way? Just because we always have? You know, I mean, yeah. you, like, you should be questioning. You should be trying to figure out new and better ways of doing things. We'd you still should, be using candles yeah. if we didn't do, if we didn't progress. <laughs> right, exactly. You should be, like, looking at, the founding fathers and looking at confederate memorials and all these things that have come up recently and a lot of like a lot of conservatives it seems are afraid of people really like criticizing those things or saying like it's it's like a resistance to change or a resistance to criticism but i think it's reflective of our world today like you you should be critical you should be thinking critically about things and just because we've always done something a certain way or just because it's always been socially acceptable to do a certain thing or you know they're like there are like so many examples i can't even list them all but yeah yeah, it's like the it's a good thing if we have people and like students growing into adults who can look at the world around them and say like how can we make this better yeah and that shouldn't even be a liberal thing to do no it should just just be a a critical thinking thing to do Mm -hmm. but somehow that has become liberal yeah, some, like it feels reason. like an attack on yes. the traditional. And exactly. So then like are Trump as a as tr- yeah. Trump as like you know right now Trump, if uh, like if Obama didn't want to wear a face mask, it it would be the conservative thing to wear. Um, actually, I don't even think so. I think if <laughs> if Obama was anti-mask, I think all liberals would still wear wear a mask. I think that's what would happen. You wouldn't have what we have now, where Trump says. You know, he Trump refuses to wear a mask. 
all these stores that are pro-Trump uh, are not going to enforce it. The moment Trump puts a mask on, then they go ahead and they enforce masks because Trump is down for masks. I think, like, liberals, I think if Obama was anti-mask, like, I'm not, I don't say anti-mask, but didn't wear a mask, I think liberals would still wear a mask because science. But at some point, I think, like, in the 50s, science and all that became not the 50s i'm gonna, I'm gonna say 2016 the science became a liberal thing mm-hmm. like and well yeah and it's like the process of looking at who who the experts are looking at who's out there evaluating who's a credible source looking at okay here's science telling me this here's this other these other sources telling me that it's like you have to think for yourself and make your decisions not just based on like yeah, the voices that are the loudest. Like, yeah, you know? like and I'm sure. Like when this year starts, I'm going to have some teachers who are pro-Trump. They're going to be one room away from me. They're not going to be wearing masks because Trump don't wear a mask. And you want me to not talk about politics? Like no way. Like if I have students who like, oh man, the president doesn't wear a mask, so I'm not going to wear one. And I'm and I'm like, I know you live at home with your grandparents. Uh, mm-hmm. You need to wear a mask. Well, yeah, or like you were saying, this, the population in your school. If you have teachers who are expressing viewpoints that like cause harm to your students, or are like or like show a disregard for their living situation or or their background or whatever, it's like that. That shouldn't be just another opinion, and you're entitled to your opinion. Like that's not okay. No. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. Te- with teaching, it's just. <sighs> I, I, just, I feel like I would be remiss to not let my students know, in my opinion, what they should do with their vote and their perception of the political landscape. If I have students who want to do write in ballots or or not vote for either party. It's just kind of like, I'm just going to sit down with you, and this this is what I think you should do based on these last, this, this, this guy's last, his term. This is what, you know, um, and sure, maybe it's just you ending up voting for the lesser of two evils, but there's just no higher ground here. Like, I think people just live in this weird world where they think, like, I hate to say it, but, like, you have to, you have to act. There's no, there's no, like, you have to look, sit down and just be pragmatic with what you do now. And sure, in Narnia or I don't know, a Harry Potter book, it's cool to just, I'm going to sit this one out. But look what's happened the last three years. Like, and again, I, I don't consider myself a liberal. I'm a registered independent, except when it comes time to vote for primaries. And then I switch back to independent because Jersey has a closed primary. I am just, I'm just the person who believes in science because science has, has always, I've, I've relied on it and it's, it's worked out for me very, very well. And if that makes me seem blue, fine, I'm choking on blueberries all right call me blue but it's just it it just doesn't you know you you can't not teach everything is political especially in america you know maybe maybe in japan i can get away with teaching and 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 not discuss politics but uh, you know other countries don't have this like this two-party thing and your your choices are this or this you know people who couldn't get a job you know 
whatever I say is going to be offensive to whatever job I use as reference. But you guys know what I mean. Like, this this is more than just, like, right here, right now. Like, this is so much more. <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? Like, whoever becomes president chooses, you know, Secretary of Education and, like, all these things. They Like, people... People who are able to vote, a lot of them just don't do their research or their homework. And we had 2016, and I just I don't know. <laughs> like, and if it's considered indoctrination to uh, pre- preach science, then 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 fine, so be it. I do think it's wrong to to just I won't just clown on Trump. Like it's it's got everything's got to be facts. I don't think making fun of people is cool or fun. Like it's got to be you're making observations that are completely objective, and objectively, this just sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. So I think yes, teachers should express their political opinions when teaching. No, I I agree with you, and we already talked about like what that does and doesn't look like. Um, but yeah, I, I really think, as we stated, politics is part of everything, and it's kind of inauthentic to pretend that it's, to pretend that, like, education is this bubble that's not touched by that. Yeah. So, critical when thinking all the way. 12, 12, year, 12 years minimum, <laughs> people do, if they don't drop, like, 12 years minimum education, How how can you... 12 years and not expect to be hit with some political, you know, I just, I don't, I don't get it. But, and um, I even, yeah. And I even think it's like, it is part of our duty. Yeah. Like if I was a Spanish teacher and I was like, oh, I'm only going to teach grammar or something, then I don't think I'm doing my job. Yeah. I mean, so. if, if me, if I taught in Kentucky and my class was like, I don't know, let's see some private school in Kentucky and it's all Caucasian students, I do think I'm going to try to give them some insight from a person of color's position. And, you know, maybe when that kid 50 years later becomes the next Mitch McConnell, you know, like maybe things will work out differently for other people of color in Kentucky and the the rest of the country if he becomes majority speaker or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, broadening horizons and critical thinking. Yes. And, okay, yeah, so we say yes to this question. Uh, Tune in next week where we answer the question, what's up with Kanye West? Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, we'll do that next week. Uh, I think we have some guests. We're going to have a ton of guests on that one. Uh, I'm just going to sit back and watch because I I don't have any. No, I'm I'm by no means an expert on this topic. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm just going to. Invited experts take the reins. I'll just, I'll facilitate. (laughs) (laughs) I'll, I'll facilitate. Um, so that concludes this episode of Woke Whiskey. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what? That concludes this episode of... Oh, my bad. Wait. I thought... Okay. <laughs> uh, and that concludes this episode of Woke Whiskey. Whiskey.